Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Do you need to be perfect to be accepted? Do you need to be loved to have a fulfilling life? Is life really hard? Let's transform these negative and degrading self-concepts using the rapid enlightenment process right now. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So do you really need to be perfect? Do you really need to be loved? Is life actually hard? One of the things that we do in our Spiritual Hooligans group is we put posts up and say, you know, what are you going to release this year? What are you going to let go of? And we just kind of support each other. And I took this whole list from the Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group and I just started putting them to the test. And when I say put them to the test in the rapid enlightenment process, there are four things we do. We spot the drunk monkey. We release the hidden motives. We bust dogma through muscle testing and then we recontextualize. And we're going to do those two things right now. So we're going to use muscle testing to take on ideas that are not provable. And um, degrading or uplifting self-concepts are not provable. They aren't, uh, you can't use scientific method to discern if they're real. And so ultimately what happened for me was I began to put them to the test using applied kinesiology, muscle testing. And muscle testing just essentially tells you, does it strengthen you or does it weaken you? Not is it true, not is it false. Does it strengthen you or does it weaken you to think this thought? Okay, so let's look at some of the thoughts that, that, people put up that they're going to release this year. One is I need to be perfect to be accepted. When we muscle test that, it goes weak. So it causes the physiology to fail. So to spend time believing or thinking that thought actually creates a degrading situation for you. You degrade your physiology. So we want to recontextualize it and we want to use enlightened perspectives. And that's the goal with recontextualization is to literally it's the skill of describing the conditions and circumstances in your life of your life in a way that creates an empowering uh, reality for you. And the way you're going to do that is by recognizing an enlightened framework. So an enlightened framework acknowledges that all is well. So I need to be perfect exactly as I am, or I need to be perfect to be accepted and the enlightened recontextualization is I'm whole, complete, and perfect exactly as I am. That strengthens you. So it's not true, neither one is right or wrong, but one makes you weak and one makes you strong. And the truth of the matter is to be accepted is really a pack animal um, holdover from the past. So you want to notice that the drunk monkey in your head is trying to fit in and it wants to fit in because it's trying to elicit the collaboration and the support of the people around you. And while that is an effective way to operate and you will certainly have a more harmonious life if you are able to elicit the help and the support of the people around you, it's not necessary. You're not at risk if you aren't able to do that. And for the most part, you live in a society, if you live in a first world country, you live in a society where um, the, the dangers and the things that you needed the tribe to assist you with are now just a part of the broader tribe, the country that you live in, the services that are provided. So you just want to step way back and realize you don't actually need to be perfect, one, because you're already perfect, because it's an arbitrary standard. And then two, you don't need to be accepted because you're not at risk 
if you are um, outside of the tribe in some way. You're not at risk. It's not like you're. It's not like you're out in the forest and you are. Uh, if you don't have the tribe around you, you're going to die. You're going to get eaten by bears or or taken advantage of by other tribes or something like that. Those, those are all just both genetic. Um, predispositions from uh, previous generations, as well as consciousness predispositions. So um, your genes bring a certain set of qualities from your history, and then consciousness brings a certain set of qualities from your history as well. Time to give that up. Let's put the next one to the test. I need to be loved to have a fulfilling life. This tests weak. So if you are holding that thought or holding that belief, you're weakening your system. You're making yourself less effective, less optimal. And really, enlightenment is ultimately a state of extreme optimization. And one of the things that's happening here on the planet is that we've optimized so well on the outside. The outer world is so nicely optimized that we are now coming into being, we're, we're being birthed into a situation where this next iteration is occurring for humanity and it's optimizing on the inside. I need to be loved to have a fulfilling life. This weakens you. I am whole, complete, and perfect exactly as I am. That strengthens you. So you want to begin to take on this idea that love is a quality. Love is a quality that is not experienced from the outside in. Love is a quality that you actually experience from the inside out. So when you're in a loving state, which really means that you're practicing acceptance. So when you're practicing total and complete acceptance of all people in all situations at all times, including yourself which is one of the primary tenets of the rapid enlightenment process, when you're practicing that, you actually feel love everywhere. You feel you're in a loving state and you're experiencing love just coming from everything because everything out there in the world is actually just energy and information that is being correlated in here and not even really in here, just this is part of the mechanism that translates so all of this stuff that's out there in the world is actually an expression of you. So if you are if you are experiencing a lack of love, for example, so uh, if you uh, I'm it's sort of like this, right? I need to be loved to have a fulfilling life. If you're experiencing a lack of love, it's not because there isn't love out there for you. It's because there isn't, you haven't practiced loving what's going on inside of here, which means you're not actually operating from an enlightened framework, which means I would highly recommend that you do more studying on the rapid enlightenment process. Okay, last one I want to take on, which is life is hard. This belief, this idea, this context is weakening. It weakens your physiology when you use muscle testing. And so we don't want to operate in a weakened fashion. I mean, you can if you want, uh, but you and I both know uh, if, for example, we moved you next to a nuclear power plant and there was a leak and the radiation that was coming out of the plant was actually weakening your physiology, you would get sick. We know from, from the intuitive medical community that when you, are, when you expose yourself over and over and over to degrading, um, weakening thoughts and context, it makes you sick. 
And we see, for example, when someone has cancer, we see that the, the possibility of them uh, curing themselves or utilizing the whole, you know, the, the, all the methodologies, right? But the possibility of them recovering is actually very much tied to their perspective or their context. So taking on the idea that life is hard and using that, that's a, that is essentially a victim hidden motive. So go back into my book and, and read about the hidden motives. Let's see where victim is. I'll just give you the quick uh, 411 on that. Victim is chapter 21, page 251. Just go back in and release the hidden motive victim if you're experiencing life is hard. That's number one. And then number two, try this enlightened framework. How I relate to life makes it hard or easy. That tests strong. How I relate to life, that puts you into a position of all as well. That's you recognizing, oh, it's all me. Life is doing what it's doing. Then my relationship to it is actually creating my victimization or my empowerment. I get to choose. It's not easy to choose. I'm not saying like, oh, you're, you're stupid. You should be choosing wisely. That's not what I'm saying at all. It actually takes a tremendous amount of practice to recontextualize your existence to a standpoint where you recognize it all as well. Enlightenment is the recognition that the source of life for you is the source of life for everyone and everything. We are all one thing expressing itself with infinite variety. When you get that, your basic perspective is that all is well. And when all is, when you recognize that all is well, the mind chatter calms down, you go into a peaceful flowing state and everything appears to be easier. It's the same life you were living before. It's just that you're relating to it in a whole new way. So that's my question for you today. What is the negative belief that you are going to recontextualize today and transform into a state of all is well? Leave that for me in the comments. I want to know. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And I request that you like this. You like this, this Daily Enlightenment, please, okay? Because you watched it, you listened to it all the way through. Leave me a comment, share it with your other spiritual hooligans. Those three actions tell the big platforms out there that this is something that is that they should serve up to other people. So it really helps me get the message out, but you're also helping other people like us, right? We, You and I, we need exposure to these kinds of messages. It uplifts and empowers us. So you're helping me. I'm helping you. We're helping the world. Let's do that together, okay? Also, consider subscribing to my channel because I put out a video every single day and I would love to make sure that I am a part of your further upliftment and enlightenment. There's another thing you can do. We have a Facebook group called Spiritual Hooligans. So if you join us over there in the Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group, there's a whole bunch of us. We are, you know, a bunch of nutty people like you and I, and we are communing and uplifting and supporting, empowering each other. It's really, really cool. I'll put the link down below. Thank you again for tuning into this daily enlightenment.